Decoding Real Estate. Hello and welcome to Decoding Real Estate, a podcast from Realtors Property Resource, bringing you expert advice on topics critical to your real estate business. I'm host Reggie Nicolay, joined by my co-host Jeannie Willett, and today we're going to help you become more productive without stressing out. Easier said than done, right? I mean, for me as a busy professional and mother and wife, I'm always feeling the pressure to optimize my time, trying to juggle everything that's needed at work, at home, all while trying to find some sort of balance for myself. And let's be honest, most of the time that just doesn't happen. I can relate. I know our household's gone through many of those same emotions. My wife was someone who spearheaded our need for work-life balance. I, on the other hand, was slower to understand the true value. I was focused on increasing my production at work. And I'd often say, you know, I didn't have time to go for a run or or for a hike. And then years later, I would learn that it was actually crucial time that I was missing out on to fill up my own cup. So I've learned that a lot of the activities I was focusing on were not necessarily increasing my productivity. And I think that in itself can be a challenge for some to identify. Yeah, that can be tricky. And it's also exactly why we invited Terry Murphy on the show today. Terry is an author, TED Talk speaker, and master coach with Workman Success Systems. She's the author of five books and the founder of the Women's Wisdom Network. She is truly incredible. And she knows what she's talking about when it comes to setting and achieving goals. She's also a firm believer that productivity for productivity's sake is not what it's all about. She wants to see you focus on dollar producing productivity. Sounds motivating. So what are we waiting for? Let's get this interview with Terry started. Hello, Terry. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, it's our pleasure. So it's my belief that at our core, we all want to be successful. But at the same time, each of us face different life challenges. From a productivity standpoint, there are endless ways that we can be spending our valuable time and resources. And unfortunately, not all of these paths are going to lead to us winning the day or achieving the success or even the balance that we're searching for. This is why we were so excited to have you on the show today, Terry. We want to discuss how today's busy professional can boost their productivity with a purpose without feeling guilty or stressing out or whatever baggage comes with it. So, Terry, my first question for you, which is really a level set for our listeners. As a busy real estate professional, why is it important to have awareness around improving productivity? That's such a good question. And, you know, we, I was part of the team that wrote what the bestseller One Minute Entrepreneur with Ken Blanchard. We studied entrepreneurs. And the biggest problem any entrepreneur has is focus. And because they don't have focus, they do everything. And they think, especially women... Women have to, uh, they have more of a a brain that multi circuits. And so they feel like they have to do everything uh, and show up. And I'm just going to tell you that if you don't have focus, you don't set boundaries and you don't stick to them, yes, you will burn out. And that is why we are often, we think we're productive, but it's not dollar productive. And I mentioned that I interviewed uh, Steve Chandler. He is the author of The Time Warrior. And I, I've studied everybody. I mean, I have studied, you know, the compound effect. And I love James Clear, uh, you know, with the atomic habits. 
But what we find out is that the messages that we don't really focus and to set a boundary, even 15 minutes at a time to get one thing done that produces money, which is what you are in any business for. It's not for the money. It just, that's a vehicle to get there, allows you to make money, block time because you're not digiphrenic. You're not running from place to place in your head. Uh, and that's a book by a, a Douglas Rushkoff called um, Future Shock, Present Shock, sorry. And um, we get fixated on completing a step or an action. We actually move forward. And if you've got this discipline of just focusing, now remember, real estate is a shock color business. Somebody calls and says, I got a bag of money. I'm in 123 Main Street. You just drop everything, right? No, no. And just because we say we're available 24-7, that is a lie because I'm going to bet that yeah, you sit down and you eat something sometime and you sleep. So we, we move forward. We get engaged with the dollar productive instead of busy because when you get into bed and you're exhausted and you can't figure out what you did that day. Yeah. You've been in that busy work. Yes. Yeah. So adhering to systems and methodology that make sure you stay on track is the only way to be productive, both personally and professionally. You do, no one has to be available 24-7. They can't be. That's just how, not how we're wired. It's a good reminder. So it's not about having a full calendar. It's how, how we're focusing our time, right? So how do we differentiate between that busy work and the high profit actions? That's such a good question uh, because everything seems important. If you're a high uh, dominant, we get into behavioral styles or influencer, you're like, everything's important. Everything's important. I got to do it myself. And if you're a woman, you'll say that yourself anyway. And I, I specify that because I have a whole program for women in business. And I study why we feel like we have to do it ourselves. And if you don't have a daily success habit structure, which is based on your strategic plan, which is based on your month, quarter, week, day, hour, then it's a runaway train. I'm sorry. You, it's, somebody's going to say, I need a minute of your time, a minute of your time. That's 23 minutes and 15, 17 seconds for your analog brain to go back to where you were. You get more than four or five interruptions a day. Those are hours. And so if you don't literally make them non-negotiables, just like you go to bed or just like you wake up, it's a non-negotiable half an hour prospecting time. It's a half an hour with your top 50. It's a 15 minutes on one more thing, one more time. You really just have to focus on what's going to get you where you want to go, because at the end of the day, that's all about your why. What's your why? I want to feed my family. I want to go to Disneyland. I want to make an investment property in the next two years. So for me, it's a lot. But as as Chandler says in his book, Time Warrior, when you really prioritize the people that want something from you, it's for them, not you. And so you have to make a decision who's important here. And as a woman, we, we are highly accommodating because of our, our nature of being trained to be mothers, which is collaborative, is that we just have to be able to say no. And I actually have some scripts for those of us that have trouble saying that little bitty word. <laughs> Does that answer your question a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I love it too. And I feel like you've made it so clear on why you need to focus on like dollar producing productivity. Um, but I feel like sometimes when you're focusing on those high profit actions, it's still going to be daunting. And maybe it's because you know the task itself is intimidating or it's time consuming, but something causes us to procrastinate. Do you have any advice if someone was to find themselves in that situation? 
So, um, yes. And again, entrepreneur hat, no matter what you're doing, uh, especially in real estate, you're, you're, you're your own business. So what business do you know where even if it was something as simple as serving a sandwich, you still have to do all the, all the activities that support getting that sandwich to and getting money for it. And so if you look at the whole, you know, everything that has to be done at one time, uh, just like uh, the only man that survived training lions, he didn't he used the whip, but that wasn't it. He used the chair. There's four rungs on that chair and that cat can't make a decision because there's too many choices. And so you've got to look at that list and say, I'm procrastinating because I don't know what the first step is. And then if you understand that somebody else, you can delegate and empower someone else to do what you don't need to do. And you say, well, I can't afford it. Well, yeah, you can, because if you're paying yourself, let's just say $100 an hour, and they're $15 an hour, the going rate for what they do, why not empower someone else to take care of their family to do what you won't get to, right? And then you don't have the stress on your brain. So you don't have the digifrenia going, you should have done that. You're, you should, re, you know, you, the shooting, what I call right, the shooting. Right. <laughs> and, and just get it done. One thing moves you forward, right? And then we just don't, we don't focus on the 300 other things. And I would also say, don't have everything else on your desk. Just have that one thing there, right? And you got to pick the three top priorities. You know how that works. Yep. Nope. That makes complete sense to me. And it, it's something you reminded me of something that I try to do is I clean my desk when I'm having those moments so that I don't have inter- a lot of distractions. And I find that that helps me, my clarity. I have the one thing, get started. So. Well, your male brain is more set for that. Uh, your male brain is more segmented. And this, right. is not me, this is not me talking, but men have little boxes and none of them are connected. So you're more likely to do that. Women can't do that because while we're feeding babies and getting dinner ready and there's a load of wash, we're, you know, all those things are there. That takes you off your game and then add a bunch of interruptions that come in there because again, accommodating. I'm, I'm just saying to you that the one thing that we only have, all of us, no matter who you are, whether you're Elon Musk, or you, is you only have power in the moment. And that choice and the power of the moment is what brings you forward or backward to where you want to go. Not that you should need a you know, million sales a day, but if you can just make one call, if you can only walk around the block, Jeannie, instead of you know, being a super iron triathlete, Amazon wonderful person, right? Um, if, if you understand where you want to go and there's a strong enough connection to why, you'll get it done. If I said, hey, I got, I got a trip to Hawaii, completely paid, got to leave in the three hours. I'll bet you could pack fast. I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I was just thinking, my desk is not clear at all. I have kids craft projects over here, work over here, taxes over there. <laughs> and then every time you look at it, your brain goes there. Remember, that's a 23-minute diversion, right? And then we start getting uh, guilty. Oh, if you had better time management. Well, you know, if I had some help, well, I can't because the, you know, the dog died, the truck broke down. So seriously, I think what you just said, Reggie, by just looking at that one thing, you'll get it done. So that's, that's a perfect segue into kind of what you've already touched on. One of the things you talk a lot about is how we all, but women in particular feel that they don't have enough time to do it all. It could be family, fast paced job, excessive meetings, extra responsibilities. How do you get it all done? Or Maybe even the better question is, how do you not overstress about getting it all done? You know, more people die of stress than anything else. And we think that stress is like, hey, buckle up, you know, just buckle up and get over it, cupcake. And the fact is, is that it accumulates. And I, I, you know, I always look at life when they show me the lesson 
and I get real sober real fast about uh, not that I was like not sober, but um, I get really sober about that because <clears throat> it's in your face for a reason. Uh, women particularly, and again, I'm not trying to be gender specific, but uh, in my Smart Women, Smarter Choices program, and I've studied over 250 women, whether they were you know, making cupcakes or whether they were CEOs of major Fortune 1000 companies, is that from behavioral interviewing, there's never enough time. There's never enough time. As humans, there's always the next thing. Uh, my issue with that is that, uh, that we don't tend to delegate. Uh, we don't say no. We don't evaluate so that we can figure this out. We don't, put, we don't again, make that non-negotiable time for us to take care of self. And if, you know, that airplane analogy, which is so tired, is you know, put your mask on first. Yeah, why are we gasping for air if we're supposed to take care of our families or our customers or our clients? And women just um, love, thy, love thyself. And I'm not saying that you should have a bubble bath while the kids are you know, eating the Cheerios off the floor. But I'm saying it's not admirable. We think it, especially in this country, that being just exhausted is a badge of honor. It's stupid. It makes you look bad. It makes you a cranky pants. Nobody wants to be around you and you're sick. So again, just as important as it is to get certain things done, you don't want it to hijack your time. And, we, and I'm going to say that women are so, adapt, you know, when we do our one minute negotiating training, women are so accommodating that that is concessionary. I mean, if you want to move something in your head, you got to say, okay, I'm going to plug this in over here. And then getting delegate. I, I've got a client who literally uh, GCI was over 1.6 this year, 1.6. And she only has like eight months of, of, time, of you know, inventory and time because of the weather. And she, she wouldn't hire somebody to help her. And I was saying, wait, wait a minute, you are making like a gajillion hour, dollars an hour and you won't have somebody clean your home for a hundred bucks or $150 so they could feed their family because that's what they do best. And so it's, and we don't want to ask Jeannie because we think that that would make us look weak, that we're stupid, that we should be better at X. Um, it hijacks our life. And all of a sudden you, you know, it's 10 years later and you're a cranky old person and you, you've denied yourself one of the most beautiful things about life, which is enjoying your family, enjoying your fun. What do you think about that? I think it's fantastic. And it reminds me of something that I've personally learned in life. I mean, so in my household, I've found that I'm generally pretty good at um, staying productive and focusing on the right tasks. But my challenges exist in finding time for myself. And my wife experienced this before me. And luckily, she taught me the importance of work-life balance. And for me, it's turned out that getting outside and getting a run in helps. I, I look at the world differently afterwards. You know, it's like, it's like a, the reset. And so, and, and you kind of touched on this, but so I'd like to ask, you know, how important is that self-care, uh, regular self-care when it comes to maintaining our productivity? You cannot give from an empty vessel. I mean, I can give you everything, but I can't give if there's nothing left to give. And I will just say, we sometimes we, I call it the Catholic martyr syndrome, being a reformed Catholic. Um, it, we don't want the rejection. We, we don't want to say no to look like we're not being kind. When you do that, you really are, it's a serious infraction on your core value. If your core value is, I want to take care of my family, I want to take care of um, my community, whatever it is, you are seriously dealing with, a, with a, a low deck. And I would say for those of us that are 
especially high eyes, you know, the influencers like, sure, we can do that. And then you realize you have 900 things you have to do. Right. Renee Brown does this beautifully, by the way, in Daring Greatly. But, you know, I'd like to help you. Let me check my, you know, just give yourself that breathing time to say, you know, I've already booked at that time. Is there an alternative choice, a script? Is there another time that works best for you? Or I'm really jammed up right now, but I know somebody that can help you. Or, you know, just, uh, I wish I could help you, but I'm fully booked right now. Can you put me on for another time? People will learn because we teach what we allow if they, if they can continue to hijack you and your life and what you want to get done. I would just have to say, we have to learn to say, and I had a friend tell me this. She said, you have the right to take a bathroom break. <laughs> I mean, I know that's silly. Right? But no, but, it's true. Well, I know, especially you. <laughs> but I mean, you have the right to stop for a moment and take care of self in that moment. And you have to say, am I taking care of self? Now, this is an interruption in the brain. Ladies, when somebody said, before you say yes, you have to go up here and go, is this going to fit? Can I do it? Do I want to do it? Do I need a little time to evaluate? And is, is it, am I intentional with this life moment that I'm creating that it's something that I want to do for me? So, so you, you have some time to evaluate. We don't give ourselves time to evaluate. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to do your best work. You're not going to be, you're not on full speed ahead. So you're not fully there because you're worried about what you didn't do over here. And you're not going to be any good to anybody. And quite frankly, if you're saying, oh, I give great customer service or I'm, you know, I'm available 24 seven, it's disingenuous. You're not telling the truth. So it's really about setting boundaries, right? And learning to delegate. But those activities are obviously very difficult for some people, especially women. Um, so how do you recommend that agents do balance work and life without letting important things slip through the cracks? And I know even from personal experience, how do you let go of that kind of perfectionist mindset? Of, oh, man. I have to do it myself. I'm the only one that can do it this way, right? <laughs> you know, isn't that unfortunate? Uh, men are more prone to, to get help than women. Again, we're, we're figuring, especially the younger generation, they feel multitasking is something they can do, which the analog brain isn't incapable of doing. And nobody has a digital brain yet. So uh, we're running a business. Uh, even if you're a Ferrari, you got to stop and get gas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if you understand that delegation is not a weakness, it's a strength. It empowers other people. Number two, you've got this strategic plan out there. Your strategic plan is, I want this in six months. I want this in a year. I want this in three to five. And it's not a wish list because you next to it, if you got the business plan and with the business plan, you got the action plan. With the action plan, you've got deadlines and dates. So you can't let it fall apart. I mean, everybody does. Well, let me rephrase it. A lot of people do you know, New Year's resolutions and that's all they are. They're a wish list. If you really want to change your life, what, what, what counts? Focus, intention. So the behavior is there, execution and then monitoring, measuring. And that's what a good coach will do for you. It's not going to tell you what to do. It's going to say, you told me like Siri, you wanted to get here, but recalculate, recalculate, return to the root because it's you're off balance. And so if you don't set up your day before the day, not you don't record what you did, but you've got that block time, that one hour quiet time, that time with your family eating dinner. And I remember when an agent told me that, I thought, you're an idiot. There's no way I can eat dinner because I've got to do this listing appointment, whatever. Again, you draw a line in the sand, the universe works with you. You, mm-hmm. you, we are, you know, we teach what we allow. And how do people treat something that's free? Yeah, that's right. With, with less value. Yeah, exactly. 
This is it's a good reminder. And I think to the times where I have made that exception and it does work out, works out just fine. Now, you just brought out something. Um, you were talking about the importance of a plan. You know, how can a strategic plan help us stay on course? And, and where do you even start? You know, it's really simple. And uh, I've got a copy. If anybody wants one, they can just email me at terry at terrymurphy.com. And that's Terry with an I, like ice cream, because Terry Murphy with a Y, who has a full beard, not me. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, you know, when we address uh, strategic plans, everybody thinks it's a big, hairy plan. No. What do you want in six months? And you can figure six months, Jeannie, because you can see it, right? If, if you looked at today, six months from now, you can kind of see it. You know, what, what's coming up, birthdays and whatever, graduations, bar mitzvahs, whatever there is. And you, you, it's, not, it's not a wish list because it's actually the basis for the house. So if we know we're building a branch, we know that it's a different floor plan than a two-story. The strategic plan gets us started. And then as we start putting in the elements of it, the business plan literally fleshes out where we want to be, how it's going to, how we're going to get there. So let's just say that you want to plan a vacation. Let me rephrase that. Let's make it simpler. Let's just say you want a date night with somebody you like. Let's just assume it's your current spouse, right? So you know that Thursday nights are your night. Well, something could come up, but you just switch it, right? So you never feel shortchanged because eventually you're going to burn out if you don't do this. Right. So your strat plan is, is very simple. What do you want? I don't want to work Sunday morning. I don't want to work Thursday nights. I'm totally available here. I will flex with another agent in case something comes up. I want to have an investment property. How much? Where is it? How are you going to get there? What, what's your plan for watching it every day? Is it something that comes up you know, on your MLS that says, here's one you're looking at? Again, you have to have the action plan fleshed out. And when that's blocked on your calendar, you can easily say, I'm sorry, I'm booked. And then it doesn't get lost. And how do you feel? Empowered? You've loved yourself. You can't love somebody else if you're not loving yourself. So, and I, I don't, it's, I'm not getting airy fairy there. So, what does it look like? What does it feel like? How do I know when I get there? What if I change my mind? Oh, by yeah. the way, it's your strat plan. So, you can change it. I love that. And I think um, sometimes we can get our, ourselves into that headspace where we have our strategic plan, we have our six months, and then life shifts completely off course. We hit roadblocks, pandemics. Yeah, thank you. Babies. And, you. you know, everything changes and then you struggle to figure out how to readjust. How, you know, what do you suggest for that? Do you try to get back on course? Do you change your strategic plan? Like, how do oh. you like reconfigure? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, I call it roadblock of the rabbit hole. I mean, the pandemic was one heck of a rabbit hole. Everything changed. Uh, we had to. And, and to me, you know, that first couple of days was totally cool. And then we found out it was going to be years. Um, not that I ever liked working in anything but a full suit, but that's just another whole story. It helps us see new opportunities or different ways to do something. And uh, rabbit holes to me, you're okay there for a minute. You can, you know, have your whoopee, but um, it's victimization at, at its best. So that roadblock maybe makes you go a different direction. You see something totally different. And so you've got to, you've got to pivot. Life changes in every moment. We just don't know it, but every single inhale you have, life is changing. Something's being invented. Something's being gone away. Something will come into your reality that never came in before. These are all gifts, even if it's an awful thing like a pandemic or we just went through an ice storm. Um, so what? You know, you're, you're still okay. 
what, what, and I hate to say, what did you learn from that? But it gave you a new perspective. So my family used to make wine. My uncles came over with the vines. They'd go in that basement, which was horrible. And they'd make this hideous, brown, cloudy, terrible wine. I grew up thinking that wine was brown and had no idea until I was of age. And I walked in and I saw red, white, and pink. I thought, when did they invent that? Right? <laughs> but it's the contrast. You don't know good until you've experienced bad. And so bad is not bad. It's just different. Does not what you want. And that just happens with your life. If, if you let life take off, that's on you. You need a mentor, get one. You need somebody you can whine to, get one. You want to eat a pile of chocolate, have it in the cabinet. But at the end of the day, enough, done, next. And if you need somebody on the outside to help you, which we all do, then you find someone. You have somebody that you're accountable to, could be a best friend, but somebody that you trust. There's always a platinum lining to me in any challenge, even the most hideous ones. I, it could break your heart. It can, it can demol- you know, de- just de- demolish your self-esteem, but you have to participate. And so all I'm saying to you, it's never going to end. Life is a series of challenges. If, you, if your focus, again, we're going back to focus. If your focus is what do I want right now out of this life and you focus on it, you can't miss because anything that happens, happens here in your head. It does not happen out there. No one has any power over you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you're right. Life is going to keep happening. Like whatever it is, life is going to keep happening and you're going to have to keep adjusting over and over and over again. So you just kind of have to learn how to do that and keep getting yourself back on track, whatever new track that is. Murphy's Law. Okay. It's not even my real name. Murphy's Law. Can you imagine? God's going, watch this. (laughs) Murphy was a better, uh, easier name on a sign than Guido. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you can laugh. I have therapy. Go ahead. Yeah, that. Uh, no, but I would give. I would. I would love to have a, a one of those laws named after me. I mean, I'd go for it. I, yeah. The yeah. Nicolay law doesn't doesn't quite explain. Yeah. Well, that's very. But yeah, that's a very nice name. And no, seriously, when you think about, you've got a blueprint. It's just like Siri. If you say you want to go here, let's just say you want to go from Memphis to Nashville. It's by the way, even I can't get lost. It's a straight shot. But if you just stop and turn back, you're never going to get there. So whatever your Siri is. Whether it's you just take a break, you go somewhere and you have dinner by yourself, you hide out in your garage, just get yourself centered because this is your power center right here. And if you understand that and you allow yourself to breathe, which we don't, it's not about, you know, you're not going to die. Hopefully, you're just going to have to readjust. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, it wasn't the right move. Well, then move again. Mm hmm. Terry, there's been so much value in this conversation. I mean, from, you know, we started with making sure we're focusing dollar producing productivity and you talked about the importance of focus and, you know, making sure uh, we know how to get ourselves going when we get stuck and the importance of self, self-care. I feel like our listeners um, may want to follow up with you. There might be a coaching option or maybe someone needs consulting. I mean, if we wanted to point someone towards you, where would you have them go? How would you have them get in touch with you? You know, uh, since we are... Uh, so um, expanded in our places where we are in time. I think email is one of the best. Um, it's Terry, T-E-R-R-I at terrymurphy.com. Um, I particularly like helping people see things differently. Uh, if you really look at being the reason you're on earth is that you get to be a beacon or a light or a guide for someone else. And it's regardless of age, ethnicity, gender, any of that. 
you, 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 your guardian angel, angels will show up. And, and when it's your turn, you better step up to the plate. Yeah, I love that. If you're right. It's just a perspective shift for so much, right? If you only knew it all happens in this little brain thing, this little mind, and who's, ta- who's talking to you? It's you. So you can change all that. Yeah, it, we just have to take our power back. Terry, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. You are a wealth of knowledge, and we really appreciate you. Uh, And to all our listeners, we hope that you enjoyed today's show. We hope that you have the tools when it comes to increasing your own dollar-producing productivity. And please remember to subscribe to Decoding Real Estate on your favorite podcasting platform so that each new episode is delivered straight to you. Thanks for listening. 